Middle East on the brink, North Korea on the brink, Iran increasing its aggression, elections in Taiwan. Look, there's a lot of global instability as we ourselves plunge into primary season. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? You think it can happen here? It can happen here, but it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold. And Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. As opposed to many other investments, Gold thrives in times of uncertainty. It is an important part of diversifying your savings. Now listen, here's how Birch Gold can help make it a part of yours. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. And it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. You want to learn more? Just text SAVAGE to 989898 for a free info kit. S-A-V-A-G-E, text it to 989898 and you get a free info kit. It costs you nothing. Just text SAVAGE to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers, I encourage you to arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through precious metals. Protect yourself. Text SAVAGE to 989898 and claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold. Do it now. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Thank you very much. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture. And here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. It is The Savage Nation. The radio show that changed the world and is changing it again. Now, today we're going to talk about Ukraine. Two and a half years, we uh, had the Russia hoax. Russia collusion, Russia collusion, Russia collusion, Russia collusion. Turns out there was nothing there. Nothing there. As soon as it ended, they invented a new one. Now it's the Ukraine collusion. Ukraine hoax. How much more can you take of the Democrats? Impeaching the president over an alleged phone conversation without talking about what is behind the phone conversation, which is the corruption of the Biden family and Ukraine, a known fact. Not even alleged corruption, Uh, not even alleged payoffs to the drunk son, payoffs to the drunken son that are recorded and well-known, $3 million to the drunk Biden son. And that's not the issue to Wolf Blitzer. That's no issue to ABC, CBS, and NBC, the globalists, whose products are sold around the world. They have no faithfulness to a nation. They're men without a country. They don't want a country. And they think that they don't need a country. Well, I got another statement coming to the Bob Igers of the world. They may think that I'm nobody. And they may think that they're gods, but they're not gods. They're men without a country, and we, the American people, are the country, and we know who the hell they are, and we're sick of them. There is a war going on right now, and the war is between those who want a government run by a group of disgusting, degenerate bureaucrats in Brussels, degenerate, faceless, nameless communist bureaucrats in Brussels, child molesters in Brussels. If you want me to go a little further, I will. 
and those who respect the Constitution and love America and its traditions. That's the war. That was the same war that we fought in 2016 when we went to the polls and beat Hillary like a drum. It was close. I recognize that. But they haven't given up trying to destroy us because it's not about Trump, is it? It's about us. It's about our love for America. It's about our love for our own borders, language, and culture. And it's about their desire to destroy our borders, decimate our language, and spit on our culture and flag. Can I be a little more clear? Because I can be a little more clear. Today we're going to look into this whole Ukraine deal. And I have a very special expert who knows more about it than you do. All you schmucks who sit there on Twitter and think you're so smart because you come up with a few characters you think you're very clever. You're nobody. You're less than nobody. You're less than zero, almost all of you. I have an attorney who represented the former prime minister of Ukraine joining us at uh, the bottom of this hour. In fact, that gentleman, I believe, is, well, I won't say any more about it. That attorney is my attorney, Dan Horowitz. Dan lived in Ukraine when he represented this gentleman. He knows the ins and outs of the nation. He will answer my questions and yours about this strange place called Ukraine. This very strange place that is now front and center, center in world politics, Ukraine. All of a sudden, everyone's an expert on Ukraine. Nancy Pelosi, the Noki maker, that stupid old woman, that stupid old woman, crucifying a man based upon an allegation. What happened to my nation? Would you like done to you what is being done to Donald Trump? You, you left this garbage, you. Would you like done to you what is being done to him? An allegation made up by someone that we don't know has now been used to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that you're guilty and you should be condemned to death. Would you like, like that, Mr. Professor? You and your smug little job at UC Berkeley? Or you, you stupid feminist at UC San Francisco? Or you, you rotten, stinking bum at Harvard University? Would you like to be crucified on an allegation by a student? That an anonymous story came up about something you allegedly did, and then you're crucified by the university and thrown out because that's what you are feeding. You are now feeding the most anti-American uh, consequence that could ever be fed. Consequence. There are consequences to this action that is going on, and it will affect everyone listening to this show. If we permit this witch hunt, this insanity to spread like the witch hunt, it is. It will affect everyone in this country, and how much more of it can we take? How much more of this can we, the American people, take? Wasn't two years of a big lie enough? Even if you hate the president, do you want this nation to go through what we went through in the 70s with Nixon or the 90s with Clinton? Do you remember the division, the, uh, the, the fighting, the grinding to a halt of government? Do you know that this makes us vulnerable to our enemies? Now, what is this about? An anonymous whistleblower supposedly reported that the president in a call with the leader of Ukraine, who, by the way, is a comedian. Can you imagine this? The leader of Ukraine is a comedian. Comedian. A stand-up comedian is running Ukraine. And we're told that Trump threatened to withhold aid unless the corruption of Joe Biden's son was investigated. 
Now, of course, Trump just trumped them a few minutes ago. Trump just trumped them a few minutes ago by saying, God, I'll release the tapes. He said, I'll release the transcript. Go ahead. I'll release them. Go ahead. Make my day. They fell in the trap again. And Pelosi, the stupid Noki maker, is up there. We're ready for impeachment. And that other jackal, that John Lewis, screaming at the top of his barrel-like voice, impeach, impeach, hang him, hang him high. Coming from a black man, it's doubly disgusting to be screaming about a rush to judgment without a trial. John Lewis is one of the greatest disgraces in Congress. He's almost as bad as the rest of them, but a little worse. Wouldn't you think a minority who was from a group, who is from a group, was picked on, vilified for centuries, picked on, vilified, stories made up about them, wouldn't he be more likely to withhold a rush to judgment? Wouldn't you hope that a minority would withhold a rush to judgment more so than a majority member of this uh, community of ours called America? But it doesn't stop John Lewis, does it? No, it doesn't stop them. Calls for impeachment are growing. Joe Biden put his teeth back in, got new super glue today, and was able to finish an entire paragraph without losing his teeth. He thinks by screaming that Trump should be impeached, no one will ask, wait a minute now, hold on, Mr. Biden, what is this all about? Tell us about your son Hunter and his drug addiction. And tell us about what he was doing in Ukraine with Burisma. And tell us about the deals he has with China. Isn't that the subtext of all of this? Mr. Biden, isn't that what we should be asking ourselves? How much more can we take of these internationalists like Pelosi? And let me tell you something else. I, to this day, do not understand why Trump does not launch a congressional investigation of Pelosi and her business dealings. That's what I don't understand. How come he doesn't investigate Feinstein and Pelosi and how they became so rich while in office? How is this possible? You know, there's an awful lot to go around here. I don't understand why Trump doesn't launch that. Why is he sitting so quietly? Two and a half years, nothing. So what did I, what do I think is actually going on? It's pretty clear what's actually going on, but who, the real question is who done it? Who is the anonymous leaker is the question. Three hours ago, I tweeted the following. Did Bolton stab Trump in the back? By triggering the entire whistleblower story, is Bolton the Judas? And some of the brightest people on Twitter said, oh, my God, Savage, lightning bolt. Did Bolton stab Trump in the back? Was he the anonymous source that heard the anonymous call that uh, released this? So if you want to run that one, I can write the script. I'm a published novelist. I have three published novels. Each one of them is a New York Times bestseller. And if I were writing the novel about this, it's really simple to figure out. A weasel like John Bolton, who lied about weapons of mass destruction to get this country into war in Iraq, will stop at nothing. He'll burn a nation to the ground in order to grab, uh, hold on to the power. So I warned Trump. I told you that. I told you that at Mar-a-Lago. I told you in the beginning, Bolton was circling. It's not a joke. I said, watch out for him. He got us into Iraq. Then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, here he comes with all the radio hosts who pretend to be conservatives who are really part of the neocon brigades. The neocon brigades pushed him down Trump's inner circle. And there he was. So 
let's run the novel by each other for a minute. How does a man like Bolton, who was thrown out into the cold, who was ushered back into the inner circle, hold on to his power? How? Like every other evil bureaucrat in the world. By getting information or creating information they can use to blackmail somebody above them who holds the power over their position. Are you following the novel now? Can you follow the Netflix drama right now? Because I'm writing it for you right on the air. Some of you are probably writers who are getting a good idea for a script. How a small-time bureaucrat, a lifer, who was thrown out into the cold, is drawn back into the fold and then conspires to ensnare his boss in a scandal and then threatens the boss. You fire me, you get rid of me, and I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to release a story that you blackmailed the president of Ukraine unless he releases information about your opponent in the coming election. Wouldn't you think that's a valid script for a movie? Sure it would be. If you saw it as fiction, you'd say it's believable. But if I tell it to you, it's not believable. Why? Because I told it to you, not someone who works in, in Hollywood. Well, I just told you what I think happened here. I think he was trying to blackmail Trump, and I think Trump summarily threw him out on his, on his uh, mustache. Get out of here. Just go away. He didn't even talk to him. Why do you think he humiliated him like that? By firing him by tweet. He's like saying you're worthless. He didn't even give him the dignity of letting him retire or quit to spend more time with his family. Bolton could have said he was going to spend more time with his family or spend more time with a talk show host who whispered in Trump's ear and got him into the inner circle. Maybe Donald Trump and the people in the RNC who are listening to the show very carefully now will come to understand that not everyone in the media who says they are are your friends. So that's the nightmare scenario. We don't know if it's true. What do we know that's true? Well, here's, a f here's some hard facts. There's a company in Ukraine called Burisma. That's a hard fact that exists. That company transferred funds to companies or a company run by Joe Biden's son, Hunter, for several years to the tune of $3 million. That is a hard fact, Miss Pelosi. The rest is all invented. And Trump just said, an hour ago, released the damn transcripts. So what's going to happen now? What did I tell you is liable to happen now? Will it stop the idiot John Lewis from screaming in his bellowing voice for impeachment? Will it shut that ravioli maker up from Pacific Heights till she realizes she's getting her family in trouble here? Because I can guarantee you the Justice Department will come down on them very soon. I can guarantee you, if they keep this up, that these guys are going to fight back like you can never believe if they want to get dirty and vicious. This is going to really affect everybody in this country in a negative way, including the witches of Pacific Heights who think that they are above the law. Nobody is above the law. Nobody is above the law and the corruption, the stench that emanates off the hills of Pacific Heights is so great. It is just so great. The president is just liable to say, I've had enough of these two. And he's just liable to launch an investigation of how two women who've held on to power for over 20 years became so rich while in office. That's one thing that could happen. But a lot of other things could happen. Many other things could happen. And I don't deal in coulds or woulds. I deal in hard facts. 
There are only a few hard facts here. One, there's a country called Ukraine. Two, there's an energy company called Burisma. Three, money was transferred to Hunter Biden by this company to the tune of $3 million. The rest is smoke. So don't look in the mirror. Savage. Hey, look, we all have boxes somewhere with old videotapes of vacations, graduations, and other events that have, you know, slipped away, right? You forgot about them. But those tapes and films can wear out over time, and you lose those memories forever. Not with Legacy Box. This is great. Now you can save your family films and photos from degrading or being lost forever by letting Legacy Box digitize them, bring back lost memories to watch and see them again. Now here's what you do. Send your legacy box filled with old home movies and pictures. They'll do the rest. Professionally digitizing your moments onto a thumb drive, digital download, or DVD. Easy to follow instructions and safety barcodes included for every item. Receive all your original recorded moments back along with perfectly preserved digital copies. Get personalized updates at every step. Receive up to 12 personalized email updates. Now look. Legacy Box is the world's largest, most trusted digitizer of home movies and photos. Over 450,000 families have trusted Legacy Box. Over a decade of experience, all the work is done by hand right here in the U.S. of A. There has never been a better time to digitally preserve your memories. Visit LegacyBox.com today to get started. Are you listening? Here it comes, because for a limited time, they're offering my listeners an exclusive discount. You heard me right. You go to LegacyBox.com slash Savage and you get 40% off your first order. You heard me right. 40% off by going to LegacyBox.com slash Savage. That's 40% off your order. Please get started and preserve your memories and your past today. That's LegacyBox.com slash Savage. That is why the United States vigorously defends the traditions and customs that have made us who we are. Like my beloved country, each nation represented in this hall has a cherished history, culture, and heritage that is worth defending and celebrating, and which gives us our singular potential and strength. The free world must embrace its national foundations. It must not attempt to erase them or replace them. That says it all. It's a battle of nationalism versus internationalism. Make believe you're in a college class today. I just helped you understand, you've heard it before, what we mean by globalism. Globalism is internationalism. Globalism is one world government. Globalism is a fantasy like Esperanto, the universal language. They taught us when we were young that one day we'd throw away our languages. Did you know that? And we'd all be speaking a new language, a a universal language called Esperanto. We would dispense with English, French, Spanish. There'd be no languages, but one universal language. Isn't that a nice ideal for Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren and Joe Biden? One language and one world government run by shadowy, unelected, degenerate perverts in Brussels. Isn't that the world you want to live in? Run by a bunch of degenerate nighthawks who live in Brussels? 
not elected. They don't answer to anybody. Is that the world you want to live in? Because that's the battle of the ages. That's the one we're fighting. Whether we self-govern to a certain extent with our elections or we are governed without a voice, you decide. Because I've already decided and I put myself on the line. When I come back, the attorney, Dan Horowitz, who lived and worked in Ukraine. Hey, here's a question. How did you sleep last night? Did you spend the night tossing and turning, worrying? Now, look, if you're struggling to get a good night's sleep, you've got to try a purple mattress. The founders of Purple are two brothers who have been developing cushioning technology for 30 years on things like medical beds, wheelchairs. Well, in 2016, they finally decided to use their patented comfort technology to create Purple, the world's most scientific mattress. Now, what does that mean? How is Purple different from other mattresses? Listen, the Purple mattress will probably feel different than anything you've ever experienced. Why? Because it uses the brand new material that was developed by an actual rocket scientist. It was not like the memory foam that I'm used to or you're you're used to. No, no. The Purple material feels unique because it's both firm and soft at the very same time. So it keeps everything supported while still feeling really comfortable. Plus, it's breathable. Unlike foams, it's breathable, so it sleeps cool. It ends up giving you the zero-gravity-like feel, so it works for any sleeping position. Okay, 100-night risk-free trial. You're not satisfied? You can return your mattress for a full refund. It's backed by a 10-year warranty, free shipping and returns, free at-home setup, old mattress removal. You ready? You're going to love purple. And right now, my listeners will get a free purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress. That's in addition to the great free gifts they're offering site-wide. Just text SAVAGE to 84-888. The only way to get this free pillow is to do this. You ready? Text SAVAGE to 84-888. That's S-A-V-A-G-E to 84-888. Text S-A-V-A-G-E to 84-888. S-A-V-A-G-E to 84-888. Message and data rates may apply. The issue of the day is Ukraine. It has not stopped the Democrats from taking an allegation and turning it into a full-blown crime. Joining us right now is my attorney and one of the greatest white-collar attorneys in the country who knows the law and understands what this would do to justice if it was practiced on you. Dan Horowitz, Daniel Horowitz, welcome to the Savage Nation once again. Oh, Michael, great to be here. Dan, let's start with the generalities of law. In a court of law, would an allegation of an unknown anonymous source be enough to convict a person? Uh-huh. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But I like, you know, you've been down on Bolton from the day he was appointed, and I like your prediction that he's behind it. I love that. Well, we don't know that he's behind it, but he, he's the type to hold on to power at all costs. This is, a, this is an ap- absolute abuse of power type of guy, in my opinion. But let's get down to brass tacks, Dan. You... You represented or still represent the former prime minister of Ukraine, is that correct? I still represent him. What is the gentleman's name? His name is Pavel Lazarenko. He was the most pro-U.S., most pro-Western head of that country in the 2004 era, and we smashed him at the behest of the Russian-backed competitor to him, Kuchma. It's the same kind of crazy politics that are going on right now. You said we smashed them. What do you mean we? You mean the, the, the Democrats? I have recordings where this Russian-backed leader 
says, who are we going to feed to, to the Americans? They want to start an anti-corruption campaign. Who in our opposition, who do we not like? Who do we want to feed to the Democrats? And my client's name was on the list, along with lots of other people who were victimized. So they smeared him with fake allegations like they're doing to Trump? Like they're doing to Trump, like they did, like they're doing right now. Look, the president of Ukraine, the comedian, I call him, you know, he's got a name, but let's call him the comedian, is really backed by this guy, Kolomoisky, like your colon, almost. <laughs> Kolomoisky is being targeted for fake allegations, which the previous president fed to the U.S. because they were in competition for winning the... Let, let me back. How did a comedian become president of this, of this nation? How is that possible? How is it possible? We buy into it, and then... No, no, no. I'm saying, how did the Ukrainian people elect a comedian? Is it because they were so fed up with corruption, they elected a clown? That's basically it. They were so fed up with corruption, they hoped that this guy would be clean, but they also know that he's not... Well, is he clean? Is this comedian clean, or is he part of the system now? They're all part of the system. There's nothing in Ukraine that you can trust. Ah. One guy is a corrupt... Oh, wait. I trust the Poroshkis. I told you. I trust the Poroshkis from Ukraine. Now, Dan, how long did you live in Ukraine representing Mr. Lazarenko? I was I, I lived there for two months. I've been representing him for uh, well over a decade, fifteen years. Fifteen years. I leaders, I know these people, and I know what they're up to. I, I'm shocked, by the way, now that you told me that that uh, I even go to dinner with you without bodyguards. <laughs> I mean, they, what their their main goal is to attack their political opponents internally play the U.S. against Russia, get power, get money, and our government goes along with it. So you've got Biden in this case. You've got Biden trying to shut down an investigation of a uh, company that is uh, serving our purposes. Okay, as I said earlier, Dan, and tell me if, if I'm mistaken, there are, only, there are only a few facts that we know to be true. One fact, Ukraine has an energy company called Burisma. That's a fact. Yes. The next fact... And it's a fact. Burisma transferred about $3 million to Joe Biden's son, Hunter. Is that a fact? That's a fact. So what else is a fact? We don't know. The rest is no, bullshit. Oh, we the rest know is that bullsh is bullshit. group started this corporation, that this corporation was in Crimea trying to get natural gas to Europe from Crimea, perhaps in opposition to the Russian desire to ship through Ukraine. We know that it's deep in politics way beyond what we can know we know that and there's a reason that biden stopped the investigation into that company we don't know if it's nefarious that company may have been semi-legit and was being blackmailed by the investigation pay us money or we'll find corruption and it would serve u.s purposes to keep that company functioning so that it could ship gas from ukraine rather than from Russia. I mean, there's so much going on. Wait, wait, aren't the Democrats smart enough to understand that Trump is saying release the transcript, that should put an end to it? It's more than that. Trump is a hero in this regard because he needs to get from the Ukrainians right now all the facts about what went on. Maybe Biden's son comes out clean. Maybe Hunter Biden was clean. Well, hold on. How could he be clean if he was, getting, if he was getting 166000 a month or whatever it was? What was he getting the money for? He had no expertise in energy. Well, you know, you don't need a lot of expertise in Ukraine to do anything. He could have been setting up business structures. It's, it's business. All right, so they could justify those payments by saying he was advising the government, and that's what they're paying him for. So he's clean. 
and everybody in Ukraine needs a roof over their head. So if Hunter Biden had his father as his roof in Ukraine, you always have somebody above you watching over because they're crooks. You need the, the big mafia guy to make sure you don't get ripped off. So to the Ukrainians, that would be normal to hire the son of somebody powerful in America. Savage. We cannot delay. We must not wait. Now is the time to act. I have been patient while we tried every other path and used every other tool. We will never find the truth unless we use the power given to the House of Representatives uh, and the, the House up. alone to begin an official investigation yeah, get, as get dictated the by the Constitution. this bum off the show. This, the whole, the, the sacred John Lewis. Supposed to shake when he appears. Oh, get on your hands and knees, John Lewis. Because he marched with Martin Luther King Jr. Like he's not a certain, not a human being anymore. <clears throat> you know, as a, as a minority, you would think a minority would be less likely to condemn a man based upon hearsay evidence. But no, not when it comes to Donald Trump. Dan Horowitz, an expert on the subject. Dan, welcome back to the program. Dan, are you there? Here, I guess I'm so. here. Dan, in all my experience, I have never seen such a rush to judgment as I am seeing with this Ukraine lie. Trump just said he'll release unredacted transcripts of the, of the call with Ukrainian comedian president. He'll release it. So, so what's going to happen after that? They want him impeached anyway? You know, I, I'm sort of fed up with them threatening to impeach. Let them do it already, and let's get everything out in the open while it's actually already going to be out in the open. And what we're going to see is that Trump is trying to get the truth about what happened with Biden contacting the Ukrainians and getting them to fire a prosecutor. That's highly unusual, I would think. Don't, doesn't the American public want to know what happened? What's well, will that, will that come out during the impeachment hearings? They just, you know, in Ukraine, they fire prosecutors. No, no. Let's say, let's say Pelosi and her gang of goons goes ahead and they do impeach. They go ahead and impeach. So the Republicans have equal time in the impeachment hearings. Won't they bring up uh, this corruption in Ukraine? Exactly. I mean, sometimes I get so paranoid or crazy. I think there's a plot to get rid of Biden by the extreme left and that they're orchestrating this whole show because they know Trump did the right thing. And they just want to knock out Biden by putting it in the limelight. Is so because they want a more extremist uh, candidate like uh, Warren, the oh. outright n the naked communist? I know. Am, I, am I crazy thinking like that? I, that's what I think. I don't know. Join the club. Join the club, of, join the club of crazies. I don't know. See, here's the thing, Dan. You're willing to admit that you're baffled by a lot of this. And most Americans who are thinking people are also baffled by how stupid the Democrats could be to not play out the chess game. It, it just seems to me... Well, you're, Dan, let, let's people understand who you are. You're not an ordinary guy who's calling the show. You're one of the top defense attorneys, criminal defense attorneys in the country, aren't you? I, I hope so. I try hard. And as being that, you were then hired by the former prime minister of Ukraine, Mr. Lazarenko, to represent him in the false ac accusations against him. And you've been representing this gentleman for over 15 years. So I would say you know what you're talking about. How does this hold up in a court of law what they're trying to do to Trump? It doesn't. It can't. Really, it's like we are back in Ukraine when they would torture witnesses, when they would lie about what happened. <laughs> you know, it, it really is not 
much different. And I'm not just being a wise guy saying it. I've watched the American political scene change from people who think things through to people who, it's almost like a religion. Um, it, it's, it's not politics, it's religion. And, you know, you brought up John Lewis. He was a man who I respected greatly for his thought and his courage, and he's now going to extreme as they all are, and I don't understand why. Dan, why are people like Pelosi, why are they so brazen? When you know and I know, if there was an equal investigation of them and their dealings, they wouldn't come up smelling like roses, would they? Now, you see, I, I, again, I, I think that both sides are equally manipulating the system to help their children, their families, their personal careers. I find at this point in my old age, Michael, my idealism of my youth that there were really great politicians. John Kennedy stood for this country, or Eugene McCarthy was going to stop the war in Vietnam. Now I think they're all crooks. I really do. Does that include Trump? At least we know who he is, all right? <laughs> you didn't answer the question, though. <laughs> I know he's going to be listening. Hi, Donald. <laughs> <laughs> but with regard to this Ukraine scandal, it, it's a tempest in a teapot, isn't it? There's nothing there. There is nothing there. It's it's really about Trump trying to get to the bottom of what happened when he was not in. You know what, Dan? Let's take a deep breath and step back. Why is Ukraine suddenly so prominent in American political affairs? How did this happen that this rather small country has become so important? Whether it was whether it was the Russia collusion thing where Ukraine came up, the Crimea story. Uh, which came up now it's why is ukraine so central to all of this well a lot of it's natural gas because the pipeline from russia to europe runs through ukraine ah and they can they can turn it on turn it off steal from it so the oily tracks that run to europe run through ukraine right and ukraine controls europe i'm not ukraine russia controls europe by the supply and price of gas on so now this is the big sub story dan it's the it's the gas story here isn't it Oh, yeah, it's all about It's always been about gas and politically manipulating Europe by controlling the, the price and the supply of gas and the implicit threat that Russia could cut it off if they ever wanted to. Okay, so this is tied into the oily tracks run through, through, through Ukraine now. Again, it's, it's, a, it's an energy story. The Burisma corruption is an energy element of the story. The payoffs to Biden, whether they're legitimate or illegitimate, you don't know. Again, it's about energy, energy, energy. It's always about energy, isn't it? It is. And the fact that Burisma was, was in Crimea, which used to be part of Ukraine, and trying to get gas from there to Europe was a threat to Russia, which is why our State Department and Biden may have been supporting that group, you know, whether or not there's corruption. You know, years ago, in 1998, I wrote an article entitled The Oily Tracks Run Through Kosovo. When I was at the Trump fundraiser, before the event, several people came up to me, including Serbians. They almost had tears in their eyes. They said to me, you're the only member of the American media that knows what was done to Serbia under Clinton. You're the only member of the American media who understands that Clinton took our Air Force, the U.S. Air Force, and repainted the markings, took off the American flag, put the NATO flag on it. That was under Secretary of, of Hate, uh, whatever her name was, that hag from, from Washington, whose name I choose to forget. And they bombed every bridge over the Danube River mercilessly for 72 straight days, and they killed people in, ho in, in hospitals, in schools. Do you know that not one picture ever appeared in any newspaper in the world of the devastation that Bill Clinton 
unleashed upon the, the people of Serbia in order to steal Kosovo from them. And the reason Kosovo was stolen from the Serbs is because why? Again, pipelines ran through uh, Kosovo into Europe. I'm sure you're aware of all of this. Yes, I'm also aware that I recently spoke to somebody from Serbia, and she said, we know Michael Savage, and we know what he did for us, because you were on the air. You're the only person I know who was speaking out so clearly against this type of... Those were the 72 worst days of my life in radio, to watch the persecution of a nation. And let me just finish this. The Serbs were our greatest ally in World War II. They rescued our airmen who had a parachute out. The Serbs were great to the Jews. How did this happen? I asked myself, and I'm asking myself all over again. How is a man who is so good for America's sovereignty, so hated? And I think I have the answers, Dan. I'm going to take a quick break and come right back with Dan Horowitz. By the way, we're opening this up to questions to the audience now and into the next hour to Dan Horowitz, defense attorney, on this issue of Ukraine. Now, let's go back to the background to the Ukraine impeachment talk and John Bolton. A week before Trump is said to have pressured the Ukrainian president, the comedian, Vladimir Zelensky, a week before, a week before, Trump calls the comedian in Ukraine and tells the comedian to work with his personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, to investigate Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, who did business in Ukraine while his father was vice president. Now, at the same time, the president ordered his acting chief of staff, Mike Mulvaney, to place a hold on the $400 million in funds, according to the Washington Post. Is any of that illegal, in your opinion, Dan? No. I mean, Biden put a hold on $100 million to force Ukraine to fire a government official. It's, we use our money to make foreign governments comply <laughs> our needs. You know, that's the most germane point, Dan which is that we use foreign aid to manipulate foreign governments to act the way we want them to act, right? I didn't, didn't Obama meddle in about 10 different uh, foreign affairs? I know he meddled in Israeli elections. How come no, no one ever talks about what he did in Israel? So Trump says he was concerned about corruption in Ukraine. And a senior, senior official in his administration says there's no quid pro quo to withhold the money. So what's going on here? When we come back, if you have a, co a comment or a question for Mr. Dan Horowitz, I'm going to give you the number right now. Quickly, 855-400-7282. 855-400-SAVAGE. Back in a minute. Talk about Ukraine and the Biden scandal. The Westwood One Podcast Network. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture. And here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. It is The Savage Nation. The Dems have gone crazy with their impeachment fever. After two years of their empty Russian collusion delusion, they've now come up with a new white whale, a phony Ukrainian scandal. No one can put their finger on this. Not only does the so-called whistleblower who started this entire charade not have direct knowledge of the call itself, 
The Washington Post itself reports that Trump's phone call had nothing to do with the quid pro quo and that Ukraine, in fact, received the aid. But that's not stopped John Lewis and Nancy Pelosi from going berserk to continue to smear President Trump in order to cover up the fact that Hunter Biden, despite having no experience working with Ukraine, no experience in the natural gas industry, was paid 50000 a month to be selling influence to his father, Joe Biden, and the Obama administration. The bottom line is Trump froze aid to Ukraine a week before the call with the Ukrainian comedian president asking him to probe Biden. Why did he even call the president to probe Biden? Because the president's job is to root out corruption before giving out foreign aid. Do you understand that? In other words, you're giving out $400 million of the taxpayer money, but you want to know, wait a minute, where is it going? What side are you really on? Well, joining us right now to unravel this kite string is Mr. Daniel Horowitz, who is a white-collar defense attorney. He's defended some of the biggest names in the world, including, and this should be of any interest to anyone out there who's listening in the business, the former prime minister of Ukraine, Lazarenko. Dan spent time in Ukraine. Dan knows how Ukraine works. Dan knows what goes on in there. He has the expertise. He's not just a mouthpiece with a law degree. He's also my attorney, which is why I hired him. He's fearless, and he's smart. Dan Horowitz, welcome to the Savage Nation. Hi, Michael. How do you like that introduction? I like it. I like it. So first, I'm going to introduce uh, the callers. If you have something to ask Mr. Horowitz and you want to try to jump on, call 855-407-282. But Dan, let's play a little uh, mock trial here for the minute. You're going to defend Donald Trump. I'm going to be a vicious Democrat attacking him, right? All right. Uh, I think you'd be better, actually, in the role I'm going to take. But... Okay, the first question I would ask is, we allege that Donald Trump violated the constitutional duties of a president and committed a high crime and misdemeanor by calling the Ukrainian president and asking him to probe Biden. Is that is that the allegation they're going to lay down? They can lay it down. It didn't happen. They know what happened. There was an investigation starting in 2014, and then it was covered up. And the president of the United States wanted to know what was covered up, what is being hidden from us, why should we give you, you know, give Ukraine any credence in, in closing the investigation when they open it and close it for political reasons all the time. Get to the bottom of it, show us what's there. He didn't ask for the initiation. See, that's the flaw in the Democrats' attack. He didn't ask anything to be initiated. He said, give me what's there that you've hidden. But that didn't stop Representative John Lewis calling for impeachment as though this was about uh, the most important thing on the earth. He demands impeachment now. And the other idiot, Cory Booker, listen to him in clip number seven, please. The trail of the office at the scale of which I, I, I haven't seen in my lifetime. Now, what betrayal is he talking about? <laughs> Cory Booker is a mayor. He, he pretends that he's seen something on some big scale, like he's been in government, politics. He, he's just some guy. He's some guy. Okay, you know, you can hit the Senate for a few years and, 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 be, and act like you're smart, but he doesn't know anything. He doesn't know about Ukraine. Ask Cory Booker why I have right in front of me a recording where the Ukrainians are saying, quote, who should we give the Americans? Who are you sick of? Who can we hand to the Americans? Let the Americans decapitate them. That's the country we're dealing with. You, you have that recording in the Ukrainian language? 
that's translated, but it's been listened to by Reuters reporters who are bilingual. The United States government has authenticated this. This is what the Ukrainians do. And then they hand people to us. Um, they make things up, or sometimes they find real things. We don't know. But here, there was an investigation of a company with an American politician's son involved, and they quashed it, and it's gone. Why should we not at least, as Americans, know what's there? Maybe we could clear Hunter Biden. Right, so you're saying let's look into the allegations again about Hunter Biden getting paid off to influence his father. That would be number one. So they're turning it around on Trump. But to me, Dan, there's a bigger picture, which is the globalists versus the nationalists. And I want you to listen to what Trump said today, please, in clip 11 at the U.N. It's, it's very important. If you want freedom, take pride in your country. If you want democracy, hold on to your sovereignty. And if you want peace, love your nation. Wise leaders always put the good of their own people and their own country first. The future does not belong to globalists. The future belongs to patriots. Now, I could not agree more, Dan, as you well know. My entire show for a quarter of a century has been about borders, language, and culture. This battle is an epic battle on a worldwide scale between the globalists who would dissolve our nation as an, ent as an entity unto itself and roll us into this new world order globe. Wouldn't you think that that's what and Trump, by the way, rep represents nationalism, correct? I think that that word has bad connotations. I won't use it. He represents American interests, which I believe fundamentally benefit the entire world. So I think by being um, a pro-American president, he benefits freedom everywhere. He's both a globalist. He's a globalist by being by making us strong. Well, I think he's a nationalist personally, and I think nationalism is a beautiful thing. And I understand why liberals are afraid of it, because they think Hitler is representative of, of what nationalism is, when in fact it's George Washington who represents nationalism to me. And as I've said before in the show, every cross and every war cemetery around the world with Americans laying in that cold, hard earth, every cross is a cross over the grave of a nationalist who gave his life for the country. But I'm not here to debate that. What do you think Daniel Horowitz, as a defense attorney, is going to happen next? Here's Trump saying, I'm going to release the transcript. Where did they go from there, Dan? You know, what they should do, of course, is just apologize and, and admit that they were wrong. But <laughs> I don't know. They'll find some other fake um, news to spin or, or a fact to turn the wrong way and, and come after him. They never will stop. We'll never get any constructive criticisms. Mm. And that's what makes me so cynical. Mm-hmm. Well, let's take some callers. Are there any callers who have any comments or questions for Mr. Daniel Horowitz? The time is very limited, but the uh, the guest is waiting uh, online. Richard in San Francisco, go ahead, please. You're on the Savage Nation. Thanks, Dr. Savage. Great program, as always. Pleasure to speak with you. Um, Mr. Horowitz, you, you know more about it than I do, but uh, I was in developmental aid for about 20 years. First of all, everybody that's in that world and in the U.S. government knows that the oil and gas industry in Ukraine has been corrupt for forever. It's all mm -hmm. Russian gas. But my point is, you know, having a quid pro quo isn't the problem. All the aid agencies, uh, governments, EU, World Bank, everybody has quid pro quo called it, calling for reform and other types of things. Richard, how, how does that work? What do you mean by quid pro quo to the average listener? Every drop of aid that any agency dispenses to any nation comes with strings attached. 
That's right. They call them covenants and requirements. So huh. if the bank gives a loan to Ukraine, they'll have requirements to clean up mm. you know, various things, including you know the oil and gas sector. So stuff. why is Pelosi and that mob making believe that there should be no covenants attached to $400 million in aid to Ukraine, which is a corrupt nation? Because they're liars. They know very well that this is the way it goes, and they know that those uh, covenants are a good thing. The difference here is that it sounds like President Trump is wisely checking on what's happening and saying you've got to clean it up before you get more money. Whereas, wow. Then, you know, went All for- right. Well, Richard, it sounds like you're a man who knows what he's doing, and you're a man alone in San Francisco. I doubt very much that your neighbors <laughs> like you very much. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> That's a compliment in San Francisco to not be liked by your neighbors. Uh, Dan, going back to you. Uh, whistleblower is coming before the Congress this week, they're saying on the Drudge Report. Whistleblower is going to appear before Congress. Schiff says whistleblower wants to talk to House Intelligence Committee. What do you think that's going to do? Well, it's going to be a cartoon since the person apparently has no personal knowledge uh, as, as to what went on in the phone call, but soon we all will. Why is this person out there? We know why. It's, it's just wheeling out a, 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 a facade and then puppeting that person to attack President Trump. Well, Schiff, who's a scum of the lowest order, says we've been informed by the whistleblower's counsel, now listen to this, that their client would like to speak to our committee and has requested guidance from the acting DNI as to how to do so. What does that mean? It means another unimportant person is going to go up there and say what they think, and the Democrats are going to script it, and it's going to be aimed at elections. It really is... Banana. It'd be like the 16-year-old Swedish girl, Miss Thunberg, who's now an expert in science, uh, and was supposed to sit there and listen to a weepy child about science? Right. It's, it's, I mean, politics has now become just basically theater. And it's, All right, so look, yes. we have a theatrical president who knows how to play the theatrical game better than they do because he's been at it longer. But also, in this case, I think he's really serving... Our country, you know, our State Department is so expert on Ukraine, it, it's, it's stunning. And I'm, he's talking to those people. And, and no, you're not hearing that he's acting like a loose cannon in doing this. He knows that something went on, and, he, and he's doing his job for us. And well, the big news to me, Dennis, he's going to release the, he said today he's going to release the unredacted transcript of his call with the Ukrainian comedian president. Shouldn't that put an end to it in an ordinary circumstance? Of course it would. And, 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 and he shouldn't be ashamed of, of pressuring them to turn over these materials. He should be proud. All right, let's take a quick call here on the Savage Nation. Uh, where is that one I want? Here we go. Dallas, Matt, thank you for calling. Dallas, uh, uh, Matt, go ahead. Ask Mr. Mr. Horowitz uh, the question. Hi, Dr. Savage, Mr. Horowitz. Hi. Yes, I had a question um, on the legalities of the, of the wiretapping, if, that's, uh, if it would be, in essence, like spying in other words, what you're saying is this so-called whistleblower was listening in on the president. Was that legal or illegal? Well, I, I don't know who the whistleblower was, and I don't know if the whistleblower actually directly listened in. We don't, we don't know that. So who would have listened in and then leaked it to this, to this so-called whistleblower? It could have been anyone, right, in any agency? You've got translators, and, you, and you've got the people in the room, pretty much. Oh, translators. You've got people who have to translate English to Ukrainian and back and forth, correct? Yeah, but I've never heard any allegations that those people are suspect. Huh. So we don't. So Matt in Dallas, listening uh, to the Savage Nation, we don't know whether it was illegal listening in. You know what I mean? You're saying the was it illegally wiretapped? 
Did they illegally listen in? It's probably illegal because there was somebody there who was supposed to be on the call, right? Yeah, I mean, that part would be legal. I mean, listening in to the, to the president when you don't belong is probably some national security violation. That I, I can't... Well, well, you just touched on it. Dan, you just touched on a big issue here. What if this person had no authorization to be right. listening in on this call? That's a major crime, isn't it? I'm sure that would be a major crime. But I, I suspect that the person heard secondhand what went on. And, um, and All right, so there's a leaker inside the Trump White House again. Bingo. It's the same. It's the same story all over again. Who is the leaker? It has to be someone very high up in his administration, who is really stabbing him in the back. Still working for the opposition. Still playing for the other team. It's the same leaker again. Yeah, or it could be the the whole Comey thing, where the guy high up knows it and then leaks it to a, to a nobody to get it out there. Right? Huh? Wow. This Comey to the professor. Bolton is right about that. Unbelievable. Well, it seems Trump is able to take. Dan, could you take what he's been taking for two and a half years? I couldn't. No, I, I think that I couldn't take what any president has taken in in recent years. I really couldn't. That's an interesting statement. Every one of them turns gray within two or three years. Even Obama, the great, turned gray. Could you take what he's been taking? The threats to him and his family. I would have quit. Isn't that what they really want him? Is to resign. I don't think they can believe that he's running again. I think that they're astounded. We'll be right back to take your calls to 855-407-282. It's the Savage Nation. Savage. So the clean as the driven snow, Nancy Pelosi, as we all know, she's the least corrupt individual in the history of the U.S. Congress, although her fortune has grown into the hundreds of millions of dollars while in, in office for life. She's going to be making an announcement as soon as the show goes off the air about the conduct of the president of the United States. She told an audience at the Atlantic Festival in Washington, D.C. Atlantic Festival is nothing but a communist left-wing festival. And she says, as soon as we have the facts, we're ready. What facts are you talking about? The president said he's going to release the transcript of his talk with, on the telephone, uh, the president of Ukraine. What more do they want right now? Daniel Horowitz, welcome back. Where do they go from here, Dan? Tell me where they go after he pulled the rug out from under them. Uh, they're going to have to make up things. They, they literally will have to look for violations that don't exist or things that are difficult for the American public to understand and then spin it in a way that makes it look criminal. Just like they're saying now, <laughs> he's initiating an investigation into Biden when you pointed out that they withheld the money before he had the phone call. A week before, a week before they withheld the money to pressure Ukraine into, into saying which side they're on, Russia or the U.S., and in order to get things out of them that we as an American nation giving them money have a right to ask for. Exactly. None of, none of this, this, I think the Democrats actually launched too quickly, and now they're stuck where they uh, can't pull back and they can't. That's what it's starting to look to me like they, they went, they, they fired too fast. There's nothing to impeach them on. And they're going to be stuck with trying to impeach him on nothing all over again. Yeah, and the whole Manafort-Ukraine connection, you know, probably was lurking in the back of their minds. They thought, maybe we'll get lucky. But, you but, know, Dan, I, I really need to keep you because you said Biden's son would be highly unlikely to be involved in any kickbacks and payoffs. Uh, because you said he's not a Ukrainian and he would not know who, how, or when to pay. You actually think his son is, is, is clear of all uh, charges, right? 
when I even, you know, now I'm trying to deal with the Ukrainian government, we make a deal with the prosecutors. All right, we, we got we to gotta take a quick break. Back in a minute on the Savage World. This is all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. Oh, I should be back in school. Yes, you should. Get back to school ocean. and learn something, you dummy. Yet, you all come to us young people for oh, hope. Oh, shut up. All right, turn it How on. How dare on. you? You know, I like the Swedes better when they were producing sex bombs rather than uh, environmental bombs. I mean, there was a time that Sweden produced women who were known as sex bombs, right? And they unleashed them on the world going back to the 50s. Now they're releasing these little Soviet-style climate fascists upon the world. Back in the 1980s, I wrote a book called The Skeptical Nutritionist. Once again, I was ahead of my times by 40 years. And in The Skeptical Nutritionist, I coined the phrase food fascism. And I tried to set the record straight being against food fascism. Well, now we have climate fascism. The Soviet cult of childhood, the Hitler youth that uh, we all know so much about. Remind me of this Greta Thunberg child. She's such a wonderful little actress. I was thinking about Spielberg and the crowd from Hollywood. They must be beating her door down. Do you know that she comes from a family of famous actors? This little girl from Sweden who said the world is coming to an end. She comes over here and she says the world is coming to an end. Then a child who knows nothing about climate science says for more than 30 years the science has been crystal clear. How does she know that when she doesn't know science at all? How could a 16-year-old be such an expert on climate science? And then she lectures the UN, telling us that we shouldn't look away, that the world is going to come to an end unless we do what she and her uh, environmental fascist or climate fascist friends want us to do. Back in the Soviet Union, children had a special place in the hearts of citizens and the party. You see, they represented not only the innocence of, of youth, but they promised a socialist future, a perfect future. And uh, according to the international Marxists, the youth had to be treated well and educated politically. In Sweden, the children are educated politically from, from, from uh, the cradle. In the Soviet Union, communist authorities used many routes to achieve this goal of brainwashing the youth. The Communist Party fostered a cult of childhood, much along the lines of Stalin's cult of personality, which idealized Soviet childhood. And the Communist Party formalized this cult of the children through youth organizations such as the Komsomol, the Young Pioneers, and Little Octoberists. The Young Pioneers, the Young Pioneers are what you heard in this little Swedish child's a speech to world leaders saying I should be back in school with that that crying little voice. Now, what man isn't moved by a beautiful little child crying to the world, to the world leaders? But yet what you don't know is that she's exactly what they used during the Soviet era with the young pioneers. And so the young pioneers in the Soviet Union carried identity cards of the commissar. And in that identity card... They declared themselves a loyal communist. This little Thunberg is now carrying a climate card. And the young children in our schools are carrying little climate cards in their minds and hearts. They have already won the hearts and minds of the young around the world. 
Vladimir Lenin said we need that generation of young people who began to teach political to reach political maturity in the midst of a disciplined and desperate struggle against the bourgeoisie. In this struggle, that generation is training genuine communists. It must subordinate to this struggle and link up with it each step in its studies, education, and training. So that's the Soviet young pioneers I'm teaching you about today. That's who you heard in the UN, this Greta Thunberg. But there's another more sinister element to it, which was the Hitler Youth and the Nazi curriculum. Famous, famous programs for those who have studied fascism and how it arose. And I am telling you right now that this Greta Thunberg is far more dangerous than you may imagine. And that we have gone from food fascism in the 70s and 80s where they lectured us about what we should eat now. They're lecturing us not only on what we should and shouldn't eat, but climate fascism. Either you agree with them or I guess something happens to you when they take power. Take a look at the maniac occasional cortex and what she does. But maybe this is too much for you. I don't mean for your intellect. I mean for your uh, absorption in a day like on a day like today. When you consider what's going on, they're calling for Trump's impeachment. None other than the corrupt Nancy Pelosi is calling for his impeachment. None other than the phony, whatever his name is there, I forget, John Lewis getting up there making it a civil rights meeting. They're going to impeach him. And in the middle of all of this, Trump says, I'm going to release the transcript. But that they're going to launch the impeachment as soon as the show gets off the air. Four o'clock Eastern. I guess at four o'clock they're going to release. No, right after it, Pelosi's going to get up there like clean as the driven snow, Pelosi. And she says, we're ready to impeach him. On what, though? On what? As you have learned in this conversation we've had today on the Savage Nation, all foreign aid comes with strings attached. Who is in charge of foreign aid? Well, the State Department. But who ultimately has the power over this foreign aid? The President of the United States, whether it's Obama or any other president. Ultimately, the president has the power to stop the foreign aid or to attach strings to the foreign aid. In this case, the president said, hold it, before we release this $400 million, I want Biden's son and his dealings with Burisma Energy investigated. Tell me what's wrong with that. Tell me what's wrong with that. Why should he not have done that? You know, I wrote a book recently called Stop Mass Hysteria. I'd like you to look at pages 84 to 86 if you own the book, and many of you do. There's a chapter from the Salem Witch Hunt to CNN. I'm not going to read it to you because you can read it for yourself. Uh, From Stop Mass Hysteria, I wrote there was a woman in 1692 in Salem named Martha Corey, who was a member in good standing of Salem Village's church. But this good member of the church came under suspicion when she bravely voiced concerns about the truth of the young girl's accusations against other girls. So she was tried. And at Corey's trial, some of her accusers began mimicking her actions and claiming they were under her control. She was found guilty and hanged on September 22nd. Her husband, Giles, who had sought to defend her against these false allegations, had been crushed to death under a pile of stones three days earlier in Salem, Massachusetts. We're living through another age of mass hysteria. I was ahead of my time then. I'm ahead of my time now. And I hope you don't fall for this latest ruse of these corrupt, psychotic, hysterical Democrats, because I certainly haven't. So now we turn to you, the audience. If you have questions or comments, the phone number is 855-400-7282. Whether it be food fascism or climate fascism, 
I'm proud to tell you I feel very good right now because I finally figured out during the break how to run my microwave and cook a hot dog. And I don't eat many hot dogs. I haven't since I'm a child. But since the hot dogs were given to me by President Trump on Air Force One, not a week ago. It's a week ago today. At almost the exact same time. No, the fundraiser was coming to a conclusion right now. Almost right now. We got on the plane about two hours from I had my hot dog. I was starving. And mine was nitrite free. I don't know if the president's is nitrite free. But the first one I heated up in my microwave was dried out because I used the wrong setting. I had to go to the manual to find how to cook a hot dog in a bun. And although I had no bun, it came out pretty close to the one in Air Force <laughs> One. And the mustard was very good as well. And I got to tell you, the Poroshki discussion yesterday on the Savage Nation, for those of you who are religious followers of the program, I got so bored with the Ukraine nun scandal that I talked about Ukrainian recipes. And I remembered with some joy my mother cooking the equivalent of a Poroshki. Called, she called it a Vareniki. And hers was stuffed with potatoes and onions. And there was no butter or dairy in it. I loved them as a child. I got so hungry for Poroshki that last night after the show, well, first I had to go with my good friend Skip Johnson. I hope he's listening because he's a great guy. He sells boats in Sausalito. If ever you need a boat, buy it from Skip. But Skip was my my. Uh, my, uh, he just traveled with me to pick the boat up out of a yard. I had engine work done, and the bottom had to be painted. Those who own boats know about that. And I bring it down this kind of terribly narrow canal channel out of San Rafael. But lucky the tide was going up. So when we got back, we said goodbye. Skip went back to his uh, world. And I went with Mrs. Savage to have – she wanted dumplings in the worst way after hearing the show. It's the power of suggestion. I said that there is no restaurant that serves them. So we went to a Vietnamese restaurant that we've come to like, and instead we had, instead of dumplings, Jim's listening, he's a chef, we had the most delicious stuffed uh, whatever. It's not a dumpling in a soup, but it's a stuffed something or other that they make, a pot sticker, a steamed pot sticker stuffed with meats that was so delicious. I put vinegar on it and the Vietnamese hot sauce, and it was a hot night, so I had an extra couple of beers because it's been a long day's night. A long day's journey, and tonight i got to tell you, as today is, God knows what I'm going to eat tonight, but it won't be dumplings, and it won't be piroshki, but it's going to be something good, because living well is the best revenge, and to me, living well is the simple stuff. The simple stuff is the best stuff in the world, as anyone knows, and it's interesting to me, again, going back to that remarkable trip on Air Force One, which is almost not real to me anymore. It's a good thing that I have the menu, and it's a good thing that I have the pen from the president, the pen that shaped the world or changed the world, or I wouldn't actually believe it happened because it's hard to believe. I love people say to me, oh, yeah, that was great. I, w I was there. What do you mean you were there? No, you weren't there. What is there, seven or eight billion people on the planet? How many of these people would like to ever meet the president? How many billion? Many. And of those billion, how many would like to fly on Air Force One? Hundreds of millions. And of those hundreds of millions, how many do you think have ever flown on that plane? None. And of those, how many have had the honor to have been offered a hot dog in the president's flying Oval Office? None. So I must tell you that the world has changed for me. So you're saying, have you been bought out for 30 pieces of silver, Savage? You used to be so independent. Now you've been bought out for a lousy hot dog. Well, if you think that's the case, I can't help you. No one has bought me out, not for a hot dog, nor 30 pieces of silver. But I saw certain things with my own eyes that I was blind to all over again. Unless you meet the man. 
And unless you look in the man's eyes, and unless you walk in that man's moccasins for even 10 minutes, you have no idea who the hell you're talking about. None whatsoever. If you start to believe Pelosi and Wolf Blitzer and all of the other liars on television, you don't know what you're seeing and you don't know what you're talking about. And when it comes down to this Ukraine so-called scandal, if he's got something to hide, why is he releasing the transcript of the call with the comedian president of Ukraine? Because he's got nothing to hide. But the Democrats ought to hide their heads in shame. They ought to say we were sorry. We're sorry for smearing the president. We're sorry for smearing America. We're sorry for dragging America through the mud again. And we apologize to America and to the world, and we're not going to go ahead with this. We're going to get down to the business of protecting the American people, taking care of the troops, taking care of the elderly, and doing the things that we were elected to do. We're sorry for having misled the American people. We were misled by someone inside the government who should be punished to the full extent of the law. I don't think you're going to hear that from Nancy Pelosi, who looks to me crazier than ever. She's got a new hairdo. She's had new surgery over the summer. She thinks she's the most beautiful woman on the planet, and she thinks that she's invincible. And she's going ahead, and she's going to speak very shortly and tell us in solemn terms how Trump needs to be impeached. All I hope is that the American people can see through the big lie, because if they don't, it will be very bad for all of us. Because if they can crucify a president on a lie that's been exposed as a lie, what can they do to you if they wanted to do it? You, the ordinary American out there, whether it be in your workplace. Is it all, is it all it's going to take is someone at work to say, John Smith, I heard John Smith did this. Is that enough to get you fired, John, or have you thrown in jail? Is that the country you want to live in? I thought we were a nation of laws, and now we're listening to a group of Democrats who look more and more to me like a party of outlaws. Savage. It is time to take a stand against Trump. The most dangerous president in the history of this country. No one is above the law, not even the president. We will not continue to have a president who is a pathological liar. My personal view is that uh, he richly deserves impeachment. He has done many impeachable offenses. It is time for us to call out this illegal behavior and start impeachment proceedings. Who is undermining the Constitution? Impeach him! Impeach 45! Who is a racist? Impeach 45! A sexist? Impeach 45! A homophobe. A homophobe? Impeach 45! A xenophobe? A Impeach 45! And a religious bigot, among other things. He's violated the law six ways from Sundays. I support impeaching this president. We're going to go in there, we're going to impeach the motherfucker. Well, he's a strong guy, and I hope he's strong enough to take what's coming, because based upon hearsay evidence that is not evidence at all, they're going to go ahead, as you'll hear in a few minutes, when Pelosi gives her speech, they're going to go ahead with impeachment, they're going to conduct the charade right up to the election, they're going to try to do to him what was done to Clinton, these are the lowest, this is the lowest form of humanity. You know, I was told when I was in university with a kind of sneering, snotty, uh, from a sneering, snotty professor woman, 
who I didn't particularly like, but she wasn't that bad a person, a typical professor. She used to say that the best types don't go into uh, politics. She was implying the best types don't go into politics. She was saying they're generally not the best intellects in, 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 uh, in, in, in politics. And you would say, well, that applies to Trump, too. Well, he's not a politician. The voices of those that you just heard are all lifers. Most of them have done nothing else but politics. What has Pelosi ever done? Has she produced a product or a service that you bought? A Pelosi sausage. A Pelosi uh, paroshki. A Pelosi pasta dish. A Pelosi frozen hot dog. She's produced nothing but hot air. She's a trained politician. That's all she is. She's not the best and the brightest of us. Nadler, a night school lawyer. You know the type. Fixes tickets for you in night court. That's Nadler. So look what we're facing here now. America's going to be dragged through this crap for the next, what is it, another year to go, nine months to go? Based on what? Hearsay evidence. Be careful what you wish for, because if they can do it to a president, you could lose your job on less than that. This is Michael Savage saying, pray for America. The Westwood One Podcast Network.